I'm Jen Schrader, and this is Behind the Springs, conversations with the people working for you in Colorado Springs, Olympic City, USA. Hi, everybody. Fall is flying by. I don't know about for you, but for me, and it's really hard to believe that it's October already. But the good news is that October is Arts Month, and it's a great time to get involved in our local arts scene. So um, very appropriately, we are here at the cultural office of the Pikes Peak region. um, And this is sort of the hub for arts in our um, area and also for Arts Month itself. And my guests are, of course, Mayor Yemi, as Mm -hmm. usual, but also we have Angela Seals, who's the executive director here at the cultural office. So thank you both for being here. Thank you. I'd like to think of myself as your co-host today. Yes. Our real guest is the one and only Angela. That's right. Well, and thank you. We're happy to host you. Because you are the expert. So um, let's start with you, Angela. So um, this is an exciting month. Tell us about Arts Month. Um, a little bit of history around it and for people who've never heard of it. And even if they have, you know, how do they get involved? Because there's plenty of time left. Absolutely. So October is National Arts and Humanities Month. It's been celebrated across the United States for decades. But here in the Pikes Peak region, we adopted it in 2014 as a moment where the entire arts community could collectively issue a bold invitation Mm. to participate, to say that we are here, the arts are vibrant, and you are invited. To get involved. And so over the past 10 years, the campaign has grown into one of the larger celebrations of National Arts and Humanities Month in America. And we're really proud of that. Um, we celebrate across El Paso and Teller counties. Uh, and it is led by the Cultural Office, which is an independent nonprofit that supports arts and culture in the Pikes Peak region. And so um, while the cultural office leads it, Arts Month is a grassroots movement to remind people about the role the arts play in our city and that they are invited in our region and that they are invited to take advantage of that, not just in October, but all year long. Right. A good reminder of what's out there. And I wanted to ask you, Mayor, to weigh in on that connection because people might say, well, where does the city... What does that have to do with city government? But it has a lot to do just with the vitality of our city, right? Absolutely. Quality of life. Like Quality it's one of the of reasons life. people move here yeah. and live here. The, the, the vibrancy of Colorado Springs. And um, it's, it's what makes Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the art. And I, um, I'm a fan of Angela's leadership. In fact, I used to be on a copper board That's back right. in the days. Oh, yeah, nice. I, was on a, I was on a copper board and I served, um, I was in transition between um, my business leadership and joining city government the first time as a small business development administrator. Um, my, my business that we, we have been in the downtown area, music is such a huge part of mm-hmm. the, the scene. And you find that commonality with many businesses. There's this combination of producing goods and services meets arts because they're all intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you remove the arts from our community, you have no community. And let's talk about the impact um, arts have, the economic impact. I, she can speak about it the best, but I, um, looking, looking at some of the work that, um, that you did, actually that we did when I was on the copper board, yes. I remember that it was, we're, we're looking about a, to the tune of $153 million of economic impact. Did I get that right? Yes. And those numbers are now um, five years old. They're from the nonprofit sector of the arts. And we're about to release next month, the new study, the new study, the new numbers, and they are higher. higher. Uh, Do you have an idea idea of what that would be from, 
five years ago, they were at 153. Potentially, yeah. what do you what do you estimate the economic impact would be? Well, we know that um, that in the state of Colorado, the current numbers are that it's a um, a 16.9 billion dollar wow. contributor wow. to the state economy and 102,000 jobs. Um, powered by creative industries and the creative sector of the state of Colorado. Added in 2000. So jobs. that's right. And wow. so um, this is not just entertainment. It is that, and that is important. It's it livelihood, is also right? An economic right. driver. And um, in addition to powering a local economy, which, I mean, creative businesses are businesses, right? right? Every gallery you step into is a family-owned small business right. here in the Pikes Peak region, and we have over 60. Right. Um, so remembering that the creative sector is very diverse and includes small businesses, includes nonprofits, and individual artists who are entrepreneurs, right? I, li I, li I, li I like what you... Thank you for bringing it back to, because, yeah, it's entertainment, it's creativity, but we're also talking about small business. Sure. And I'm a huge small business champion. Mm -hmm. And so those trigger words are really important. I mean, and for, even for me, I mean, we're talking about individual entrepreneurs, like families of entrepreneurs, and they need to be supported because this is their livelihood. Absolutely. Yeah. And the creative district designation of downtown Colorado Springs and now in Manitou Springs have been really powerful for their business districts. Mm. You know, it's really helped them to access funding, to access um, better branding and marketing for their business communities because they are so creative. Uh, so it's very difficult to separate right. creative vitality and economic vitality. Right. And that helps surrounding businesses. I mean, it that does. helps everyone, right? right? It, it spreads throughout yeah. the community. We also know that nationally and here in our community, the arts are important to attracting and retaining workforce. Right. And that's something that the Colorado Springs Chamber and EDC and Mayor Yemi and, and others have been really involved in right, right now, recruiting people to come be yes. part of this place. And those people want to have a strong quality of life. Bingo. And they want to know where they are. They want it to feel like a unique spot in the world. You know, the, the most recent um, demographic numbers show that millennials are now the, the biggest population in the, in the city of Colorado Springs, mm. closely followed by Gen Xers and Gen Zs there right, right. Uh, in second place. Mm -hmm. when, we, when we talk about the younger workforce, that's a big thing to ask. And they're like, yeah. when you check the box, okay, around the job, um, the pay, they want to know, are they moving to a city? That is cool. That has the arts. It has a great quality of life because it's work-life balance. Yes. And so I appreciate the work you're doing. Frankly, um, you make my vision for our city easier. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've heard me talk about an inclusive, culturally rich, yes. economically prosperous, safe and vibrant city on a hill that shines brightly. When we talk about cult a culturally rich city, mm -hmm. the arts is part of that ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And I know that's a work that we can't do by ourselves in government. We we were talking about before the show started mm -hmm. that government needs partners like Copper mm -hmm. and the Chamber and EDC to accomplish some of the vision that um, as Absolutely. mayor that I want to see. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope people realize that, that it's not just talk. It's we literally couldn't do it without them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hopefully we help we aid. Also, it's a mutually beneficial mm -hmm. partnership. But it's it's really important. Yeah. Right. Um, and part of this part of this month is to really encourage people to try something new, right? Because mm -hmm. people may be listening and say, "Oh, I go to my favorite place for live music, or I go to shows at Pikes Peak Center, or I have this gallery I always visit." But mm -hmm. it's sort of to get even out of 
your comfort zone and try something you wouldn't normally try. That's right. For and the where can people get ideas? <laughs> for the 10th anniversary campaign, we have a brand new design, Open Your World with the Arts. Okay. You might be seeing the vibrant Arts Month bus driving all over the city, um, the billboards. It's all based at artsoctober.com. And there's hundreds of events happening just in the 31 days of October. Uh, open Your World with the Arts is our way of saying there's more here than you think. Mm -hmm. There's more here than there was 10 years ago. Ago when mm. we started Arts Month yeah, yeah. because of the way the community is growing right. and because of the vibrancy we're seeing that um, as I as I asked the other night uh, at the Chamber Gala is this a renaissance? <laughs> Could this be not just a period of growth but a real renaissance in our city? And what would it take to make it that? And I think it's we're, we're, we're at that point where we can make choices right now in our city about what kind of city we want to be. Yeah, and yeah. if it is soulful and meaningful and memorable on top of successful and, you know, um, economically vibrant, then we're, then we're in Renaissance. And then and people want to be here. We're getting there. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of art, that sounded very poetic. It did. Yeah, the way you She's said that. She's a little that. poet. <laughs> hey, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, Mayor, but I did hear a rumor that you play the guitar. And sing. So, and sing? Yeah. So do oh, you there have, it is. do okay. you have, I know, and I won't. I, I would love to make you do I, that I grew right up in now, a family where um, we all sang. We really? all sang at church. And yes. My brother was the first um, um, person to play, pick up an instrument. He played guitar, bass, um, piano, and I, I didn't play till college. Okay. And he taught me my first few chords. And that ended up, it's, speaking of arts, I mean, that, that journey to playing guitar and singing um, and doing it at my church and, and different places, um, and some conferences actually help build the confidence yes. that I have as a leader yeah. to be on stage and to speak. Of course. Yeah. Oh, my I, I think it's, you're looking at me like, yes, that makes sense. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> but that, that was huge in terms of yeah. my own. Um, um, yeah. And then I think I told you, as I, uh, maybe it was um, Vanessa I told us, um, but as a young kid um, and teenager, I used, to, I used to draw and paint. You know, part of my, I'm sharing my story a little bit more now, talk, talk about my own mental health yeah. journey, but that's what got me through some of those hard moments. As in an addition outlet. To, in as addition an outlet, to my, yes. my mother's care, but um, that outlet of being able yeah. to draw and paint was huge for me yeah. growing up. I'm so glad you brought up mental health and mental wellness because the arts are a very important part of that mm -hmm. in in community health and mental wellness, something we're talking about a lot here in right. Colorado Springs. And we have arts groups that are deeply involved in healing and therapy and in health, staying right. healthy, right. Um, both for young people, for elders, and for, for everyone here. Um, it also infiltrates education, tourism. Right. Like It's hard to find a part of the community that the arts are not actively being relevant. And during Arts Month, it's a moment where we can kind of step back for a moment and say, wow, the arts are functioning for us. Like they're working with people in park with Parkinson's. They're making film with teens. They're, you know, right. building social cohesion for elders who are isolated. Like the arts are in all of that. And it's so inspiring. I was and just at a choir concert last night for my daughter and I thought, this does so much for these kids. Like, it's amazing what it adds to their life. It gives them an outlet, yes. like Mayor's talking about, where hopefully they look back on their lives and they oh. realize how valuable it was, even if they don't sing again, but maybe they just appreciate that form of art. And I, they, and I sang in a 100-person choir in college. Oh, wow. And I still remember. Mm -hmm. I still, the experience, yeah. I still, I still hum and sing those tunes. I, mm -hmm. 
I sang second tenor and, and we got to sing in places like Carnegie Hall and those, those experiences will forever be a part of my story and journey. I just think it's interesting listening, just summarizing our conversation. We talked about arts as part of um, entertainment, arts as part of economic development, arts as part of um, the small business and entrepreneurship ecosystem, arts as part of healthy living and our mental health and our social well-being. And in my case, arts as part of leadership development. Yes. It's like, if you see how so, so many areas is touching, yeah. I didn't even realize that before we've been having this conversation. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. <laughs> and, you don't, amazing. <laughs> and you don't have to be a guitar player. You don't have to be in the choir if you appreciate the arts. If you just want to, you know, go and visit a gallery or just be in, right. an audience member, you're getting so much benefit as well. So I, I think right. I, I know people who are, oh, I'm not artsy. I'm not talented mm -hmm. in that way. And that's not the only way to be immersed in it. Absolutely. Don't you agree? Yes. And supporting the arts looks like buying local art. Mm -hmm. Like the, of, like, ooh, the art behind us is beautiful. Absolutely. This work behind us is by Marjorie Vernell here in our community. Uh, when we choose to buy local art, we're keeping beautiful. our dollars here and we're empowering the creatives around us to make and make more. Mm -hmm. uh, and buying tickets and serving on boards and volunteering. Okay. There are so many ways to get right. involved and to benefit from what the arts community means. Mayor, I was thinking when you said that you sang, that they say that choral singing, um, they can measure how it increases empathy mm. in people who, people who have sung in a group. Oh, because have, it's that have team. like quantifiably higher levels of empathy because the way you literally breathe together. And it makes me think and as a public servant that maybe some of your sense of our collective trajectory mm. comes from the fact that you and a hundred people breathed and that's sang together. Maybe that's what you're looking for from all of us. It's just to sing along with you some days. Yes. <laughs> Come along. Right now, right now. Come along, everybody. Just sing the song together. Yeah. Well, but, I, I, but was, I could see that. That's I was, beautiful. I was thinking about when you were talking about art pieces, and I'm really proud that um, as we freshen up the mayor's office, we yes. started, we started, I don't know if you've been or seen it. We started to hang. I love not, the work you chose. And not just yes. in, um, and not just in the, in the main, um, bottom level where you walk in and we do display art mm -hmm. but i've been really proud to um display art now at mm -hmm. the mayor's office and we and we hope that becomes kind of a this new tradition mm -hmm. and this is a local artist clay ross and yes. city center series and so we'll we've been proud to display that and i learned that the pioneers museum actually purchase one of his art pieces. Yes. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. And there's a lot of city buildings that have art, you know, mm -hmm. that you can walk into the, the court. city admi yeah. administration building, the right. municipal court, city hall, where you can, I mean, that's just immersing yourself in art, even if it's just for a few minutes, kind yeah. of nice. And those are through programs. It's not the city buying a lot of art on its own. It's, right. the, it's programs that are exhibiting, yeah. rotating yep. local exactly. artwork so that the voices and perspectives of people who live here are shown on the walls mm -hmm. of city buildings, which I think is really beautiful. Absolutely. So if you are not on board with Arts Month, you can stop listening right now because <laughs> <laughs> we've proven <laughs> how beneficial it is. So really, please follow Peak Radar um, on throughout social media year, throughout the, the year. the home of the arts. That's yes. just a great place. You know, when it's the holiday season, oh, I want to take the family or, or friends to a play or whatever it may be um, that you're looking for. Chances are you'll find it there because there's so many ideas. Um, so thank you, Angela. And I want to give Mayor a quick opportunity before we go um, to give us a little update on 
what else you've been doing. I know you would just solely like to immerse yourself in the arts. <laughs> However, I have a feeling you may be up to a few no, more things. I, I, I do want to mention it's, it's, it's been fun to celebrate art, Arts Month. Uh, October is also a very busy month. Yes. Mm. There's so many it things is. going on that we're celebrating. So we talked about Arts Month. Um, the National Hispanic Heritage Month is yes. going on to celebrate the, the, the accomplishment of Latinas in our community. We have Cybersecurity Month. I've been in October. Ensure that you are protected. Fire Preparedness Month is also um, White Cane Day. We're bringing awareness to those who are blind and use white canes and guide dogs. And there's an event coming up at Acacia Park. There's Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And we've also done a locally support law enforcement uh, month as well. So you can just see the richness of our community and so much happening. And we celebrate all these um, activities and awareness happening this month. And the cool thing is art touches each one of those um, so things true. that we're celebrating. Mm -hmm. uh, just a few other things the city um, should know about is we're in budget season. So um, I presented my budget to city council. We have received, the mayor's office has received some questions. And so we're responding to some of those questions. October 16. There'll be a work session at city council. There's another work session on the 23rd. There's another work session on the 30th. So we mean business when it comes to our taxpayer dollars. Yes. Um, but two, um, two other. Um, oh, I do want to mention the October, things. the October 23rd, 5:30 PM city hall. That is the public meeting. That so the public that's meeting. when people okay. can come in October and, 23rd, and give, give, yeah, input. give input or just learn right. about the budget if they'd like. Yes. And I did that as a resident. Did you? Yes. Yeah, yes. I, we do want, have a lot of people coming. I wanted, I wanted to learn. And then in November is where we do the two readings. Okay. And then hopefully um, it gets approved and we're ready for the new year. Right. Um, just a couple other things to, to mention. Um, we are tracking the things happening in Israel. Our hearts go out to the families that have been impacted by this horrific attacks from Hamas. And um, I know there's a lot of care and love going on right now within our community. And um, this mayor is also paying attention and, and I care too. And I'm hearing from some of our Jewish brethren in town. And one of the biggest things that for me that's been on the top of my mind as mayor, I called the uh, uh, um, chief of police just to ensure that we are data mining and we're listening. Our intelligence team is listening extra just to make sure that there are no, there are no rumors or, or threats, a, a threats here. around and anti-Semitism. And so just know that we, um, we're paying attention and I want to ensure that all residents are kept safe. Um, we're paying attention to some of the buzz and around the migrant situation in Denver. Um, it hasn't come our way, but we, we know if, if something does, if it does happen in our community, we're ready. And, you know, on the Department of Human Services has asked that we work with them and we work with their location in Denver because they are poised to um, help um, any migrants in need. Um, so that would be if they came that down be here if they from came Denver. Down. And, okay. we, and we, um, we haven't had the situation yet. Okay. And so, but um, I just, you know, balancing our own safety with caring also for real people, real stories, real families. Um, two A, to the 2A initiative is always on the top of my mind. Election is coming Election up. Election is coming up November, November 7th. Um, and speaking of arts in the municipal court, one of the... If you look at the art on uh, beautiful photos, beautiful photos was done by one of our police officers. Really? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Some of the best photos I've seen in our community. 
Oh, I'll have yeah, to go it's, check it's them out. Municipal court. But uh, my intent is to um, care for our officers. 80, 84% of them are asking for better training around de-escalation, crisis intervention, use of force. As you know, the public safety landscape has changed. We must equip them for the realities of today's job. And our community is also asking that the city steps up in, the, in, the, in, in our public safety services. And so um, I hope people here can, can join me in, in voting yes on 2A. Um, and finally, um, mental health. We talked about it. Arts play a role in that. I, um, I still want to talk about my 1,000 neighborhood parties <laughs> that I'd love to see across the cities. Mm. And why that is important is the 2020 global study showed that known as few as six neighbors um, can dramatically improve your mental well-being. Mm -hmm. We're trying to move people from isolation to community. And that's a game changer when it talks, when it, in terms of mental health. That, um, that movement from isolation to community is perhaps that helps folks who are in need, who are one decision away from substance abuse, who are one bad break away from being homeless. I mean, let's, let's move into community. And I'm happy to report that while this was a 2024 goal, folks have already started doing it. Oh, great. Yeah, they've already Overachievers. started. So I'm already getting reports from people saying, hey, we hosted our block party. We, host, we had neighbors over. Oh, that's Well, we so, got to do it before the uh, weather gets real cold. Like, get them together. And yeah. It's so true. That true connection is so what we're, we're looking we're, for. We're, we're, we're going to do that. And that's so, wonderful. Um, those are a few updates. Certainly have a lot more to talk about. But it's a joy to have this platform every two weeks to report out to our community to not only tell the city what we're doing from the mayor's office and city government, but to bring in our partners and very important partners and to hear also from folks who are helping to lead our city in this next season into greatness. Thank you, Angela, for all your work you're doing, you and your team. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks for the update. We'll have another one soon, everybody. And thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next time on Behind the Springs. 